Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Tommy Tucker now on WWL. So what do you wacky kids got planned for this weekend? Some kind of crazy, nutty parties? What? (laughs) (laughs) Well, when you put it that way, it sounds boring. Well, what are you going to do? I'm, go- I'm going to go see the boat parade lights, and we're going to do as many holiday lights as we can this weekend. Got a childhood friend coming in town, haven't seen in a long time. We're going to show her New Orleans. Uh, so, yeah. I don't think that's boring at all. I think that sounds delightful. I don't Dave, know if, I don't know if it's you. wacky, crazy, and nutty. Right, yeah. right. There you go. That's what it's well, not wacky, that, crazy, or well, nutty. Well, while we're telling the truth, I don't know that either one of you are kids either, but... <laughs> oh, oh. Well, compared to you. What about you? Cohen, what are you doing? I haven't gotten that far yet. Do you know what you're doing this weekend? Uh, yeah, playing golf both days, Saturday and Sunday. If oh, the weather there's allows. the boring. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> I'm not, Nothing crazy, wacky, or nutty about I that. I never said it was. I was just <laughs> asking what y'all were doing. That's all. No, I don't know. I, I will do this, and, and I, I hesitate to bring it up, but I meant to pick some oranges this morning uh-huh. for you. Okay. And bring for... them in. For Tommy, because he's been asking. Yeah, and I'll bring some for you, too. They're oh. delicious. Oh. They really are from Cohen Farms. Well, thank you both. And so I'm going to pick some oranges this weekend. I'll bring them in on Monday. Thank you, I, I, I was going to this morning, but it was too dark and too early at 3-whatever a.m. for me to do that. Early at 3 a.m. There's your breaking news story for the next newscast. All right, let's take a break. <laughs> no, not take a break. Let's go back to Ian McNulty here. That's who's <laughs> here, Ian McNulty, who joins us every week to talk about eating and drinking in New Orleans culture. If you want to... Weigh in or ask a question, 504-260-1870, and I'll pass them along. How you been, McNulty? Uh, I am glad to be your break, Tucker. Well, I uh, Yeah, taking a break. You come over to me. If, I, that, if that's the way you see me, I'm, I'm happy. No, no, man. no. no, no. Actually, you are out. in a way. In a way, you are, really, because you're kind of like a, a refreshing break from the news and <laughs> headlines of the day to talk about something fun for a change. But I do like calling you McNulty. I just like the way that sounds. <laughs> McNulty, yeah, sure. Hey, I earned the name. Sounds I'll like you're it. sounds like you're some kind of private undercover detective, McNulty. <laughs> you ever watched the show The Wire? No, with, yeah. Uh, New Orleans zone, was no Wendell Mc- Pierce. Was there a McNulty in that? Yeah, there was. But that was the the Jimmy McNulty was the name of the detective, sort well, of the lead Maybe that's character. where I'm getting it from. Maybe that might yeah. be it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was up in uh, Baltimore, where, where that was uh, shot and set, and uh, 
you know, if I opened up a bar tab under my name, I'd say it's for McNulty. They give me a side look. Like I said, it was for Louis Armstrong down here or something. You know, like I got you. It was a name that meant something. So, yeah. So I saw your article about Andreas, and it got me to thinking about restaurants that have kind of reinvented themselves or recreated yeah. themselves. Let's start with Andreas in Metairie. That's a an iconic place, I guess. You, you, it's a de- place that's decorated like none other that you'll find, I think. Um, what's what's the future for that? Yeah, well, this this was a big story. Um, you know, Andreas is, is one of the oldest, certainly one of the largest, most prominent restaurants in Jefferson Parish. Uh, you know, it's been around since the '80s. Chef Andrea opened it in uh, what 1985, and I mean, it's a big place. It's just it goes on from room to room, and it's a big restaurant. It's been around for a long time, and more importantly, like a lot of people have have memories of the place because of the various roles it filled. It wasn't. It was a place to go for a special dinner, sure, but also so many people went there for a reunion, for uh, for for a wedding reception, for the baptism of their first child. You know, it, it it's one of those restaurants that's just kind of steeped in people's lives. So. Over the summer, uh, Chef Andreas sold it, uh, and there's a lot of speculation about, like, okay, well, what's going to be the future here? So now we know. I have a story out in uh, NOLA.com today about all about it. Um, I met with the new owner. His name is A.P. Marullo III, and he's a real estate developer, a local guy, uh, deep-running Italian roots, and uh, he's getting into the restaurant business in a big way, and he really wants to bring this restaurant back and have it be – essentially serve the same role or roles that it, that Andreas did, uh, but for the next generation and in its own style. So it's going to be called Marullo's Italian Cuisine, uh, and they're in the throes of a really big renovation. The number they gave me, Tommy, was $2.2 million mm. uh, to transform Andreas into the new Marullo's. They expect it to open kind of middle of the year coming up here, so summertime. And uh, it's going to have an upscale restaurant portion to it. It's going to have a more casual restaurant portion to it. When you walk in, you're going to see a gelato parlor and a pastry case and a station where they're making hot desserts for the restaurant. Uh, It's going to have a brick oven uh, cooking pizzas right there. Uh, It's the kind of place you could go for a formal meal or go for pizza after soccer practice. And it will have a ballroom and private dining spaces. And I'm kind of excited about this a nice lounge. Um, Andrea's was known for its bar. It was called uh, Capri Blue after uh, Chef Andrea's uh, home island, the island of Capri off Italy. Uh, Well, this new lounge uh, is going to be called Blue Eyes, a little wink to Sinatra there. Mm -hmm. And it's, they're expanding it and it's going to have a stage and they tell me it's going to have live entertainment every night. Really? That's pretty good. Yeah. (laughs) When this restaurant opens, I mean, it's, it's going to be a lot. I mean, this is a big, this is a big restaurant. It's, it's tucked away there off Causeway across from Lakeside Mall, but it, it, I mean, it's, it's, it goes on and on and on, this, this building, and it's going to have all these different areas in it. So you, know, you pull up, valet parking out front, you can walk in, you can do the, the, the full grand dining, you can come for the bar and some entertainment on stage, whatever the, whoever they have playing. Uh, there's also an aspect of it where you can come after dinner. You know, maybe you had dinner somewhere else and you come here for dessert, a cappuccino. Uh, there's, there's areas like that. So it's it's very exciting. All the full details and, and uh, the plans actually uh, themselves, you can take a look at the renderings, are uh, on my store at NOLA.com. But I was, I was really excited to get in there, see what the future is, 
and frankly, to talk with the new owner, um, AP Marullo. He is very passionate about this, and uh, he's got an interesting, interesting uh, family perspective that he's bringing to it. He um, he told me very frankly that you know he really wanted to pursue this. Um, his mother encouraged him to do it, uh, and his mother Barbara Marullo sadly passed away in October. And uh, ever since um, he lost his mom, the project has taken on this whole new level of, of commitment and passion. And it's part of the reason why they're really doing it up and pouring the resources they are into it. So I, I think it's going to be pretty special. I look forward to checking that out. I'll bet you I got a half a dozen memories I could name right now from Andreas, but I didn't realize the scope of the restaurant. And I, and I never did. It always was a mystery to me until I read your article about where exactly does, does this go and what's behind there and what's over here? Because people don't realize, you know how many square feet that was? 12,000 square feet. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. A parking lot for over 200 cars surrounding it. And, you know, this didn't happen overnight. Chef Andrea built this place. I mean, it was – you've got listeners out there who, who maybe can chime in on their first meals there or, or – first time they they went in there in the the early 80s that's before my time but uh from from what i have heard from from my readers and from my neighbors is that when it opened in 85 it made quite a splash because it was different from uh the creole italian standard uh all the angel hair pasta (laughs) and the seafood and all the stuff that we love about creole italian cuisine uh chef andrea opened it with a different focus, it was more northern Italians, more like the roasted meats, the panne meats, the uh, different style of seafood, a little lighter, a little fresher here, there, different, not as much emphasis on the red sauce. Uh, and as I understand it, uh, it evolved over time because Chef Andrea is a hands-on host, and if somebody wanted something, he would make it, and the menu evolved by what New Orleans people asked him for. And so, you know, you ended up with having the, the Andreas that it grew into, which was a little bit of northern Italian and a whole lot of New Orleans and a whole lot of Chef Andrea, frankly. And uh, <laughs> and that was the, the restaurant that endured for all those years. And, you know, just, just seeing it change hands, I mean, it's, it's sad in a way because you want these places that you remember to continue forever. But Chef Andrea didn't have kids to pass it on to. The next generation was not going to be there to carry it on as a family business um but you know another new orleans restaurant family is born they're taking over the space and they have their own vision for it so it's it's uh, it's always bittersweet when a, a place you love uh changes or closes but in this case um it's exciting to see what what the the next chapter of this place is going to be as i remember the capri blue bar if you took down the signs that said it was a bar and put up holy pictures it could have been a church <laughs> it looks that way yeah no this, this pictures of it on nola.com right now actually what it looks like at this moment and you're right yeah it it, it you could paint frescoes on the ceiling and, <laughs> and so yeah replace the cappuccino and the and the the, the fernet with a tabernacle with, uh, yeah, tabernacle and some holy water. There you go. Um, yeah, you're right. It looks nice. Um, and the other question I had was about the Andrea's just completely escaped my mind, but I know it'll pop back in there, Ian. I know it will. <laughs> um, let's take a break, a real break. When we come back, we'll answer the okay. questions. 504-260-1870. If you got a favorite Andrea memory you wanted to pass along, that'd be great. Uh, we're also going to talk about the uh, some places kid-friendly since we were out at Children's Hospital yesterday. 
And we want to thank you for joining WWL and Odyssey New Orleans all day yesterday for the Light Up the Season Radiothon for Children's Hospital. It's presented by the Ray and Jessica Brand Family Foundation to raise critical funds for Children's Hospital New Orleans. Our theme, help us help kids. And those doctors and nurses, they do the hard work, the heavy lifting. All we're asking you to do is donate if you can to help them. The effort continues today on our sister stations, Magic 101.9, Bayou 95.7, and B97. You do know this is Dean Martin and not Frank Sinatra, right, Tim? Just clearing that up. If you didn't get a chance to give your donation yet, you can still do so all day long by texting CHANOLA, C-H-N-O-L-A to 51555. That's C-H-N-O-L-A to 51555. Giving feels great, and your pledge, big or small, can really make a difference in the lives of children and families right here in our community. And you know if you're a parent and you've ever had to take your child to Children's Hospital. So let's celebrate the spirit of the season as our Children's Hospital New Orleans Light Up the Season Radiothon continues with Odyssey New Orleans and WWL. You can text CHNOLA to 51555 and follow the prompts. If you have any eating or drinking questions, 504-260-1870. Yeah, see, now this, Tim, this is Frank Sinatra. Ian, I wish you could have seen the look on Zimmer's face when I said, you do realize this is Dean Martin and not Frank Sinatra, right? <laughs> and apparently he didn't, but we do. You know, the other thing I want to say about Chef Andrea, uh, about Andrea's, and before, and I mean this with all due respect, the way Chef Andrea used to go around and talk to everybody, it always reminded me of kind of like a place Tony Soprano would have gone in. You know, I... Um... I went into Andre's yesterday with the new owner, AP Marullo, just to, to see what he saw, like walking through. You know, the renovation is, is underway, so it's kind of a mess, you know, ceilings ripped out and that sort of thing. But they had the, the old jukebox in the corner, unplugged, mm-hmm. and it just happened to be open, you know, the, the, the pages of CDs. The, <laughs> the pages that it just happened to be open to had a CD by Frank Sinatra, another one, you know, Dean Martin's Greatest Hits, mm-hmm. and then right down on the corner, the Godfather soundtrack. So there you go, Tony. Uh, I do know this, Tony Angelo's, which is not open anymore. Um, that really was a place, but we don't need to go into that at all. Um, Mr. Tony was such a nice man. He'd kiss me on each cheek every time I walked in, and, and I just, I, I was, it made me feel happy and not. Let's keep moving. Um, okay. Somebody texted in, will Marullo's keep some or all of Chef Andrea's recipes, and will Chef Andrea hang around for consulting. I hope you're pouring a cocktail and not something like coffee. Did you hear that, did you? Yeah. I hope it's a cocktail, yeah. is it? It's a little go juice to keep up with the sparkling conversation. There you go. Uh, what about <laughs> Chef Andrea's? I don't think there's any need for sarcasm. Chef Andrea's recipes, and will he be hanging around for consulting? Uh, I understand that, uh, no, he's, he's not going to be part of the new restaurant. Um, he is... Uh, he announced his retirement in the fall, so wish him well. I don't think we've seen the last or tasted the last of Chef Andrea, knowing his involvement in philanthropic circles in the city and the community circles. Uh, but I understand the menu is under development now. Um, we get into a little bit of this in the story on NOLA.com. Uh, I haven't seen, they haven't come up with a draft menu yet, but they said to expect uh, an homage to what Chef Andrea did there in the past. So a lot of northern Italian dishes. And also um, dishes uh, that are more in line with what the new owner, A.P. Marullo, uh, ate growing up. And, you know, I mentioned uh, that uh, A.P. did lose his mom uh, earlier this year. And our condolences to the whole Marullo family for the loss of Barbara. 
uh, and at the restaurant, um, he said that some of her family recipes will be worked into the new restaurant. And these, uh, in many cases, came directly from Miss Barbara's parents, who were born in Palermo, Sicily. So uh, expect uh, something pretty deeply flavored and traditional over there. Yeah, somebody texted in, and I think it is an interesting distinction about the food of northern and southern Italy. Completely different, right? Oh, yeah, very different. You know, Italy is, uh, it's only been one country for a pretty short period of time. It's, it's just a, a, a patchwork of small principalities and regions, and I mean, that's the, the fascinating depth of it, really. Um, but what we what we know as Italian food here in New Orleans is largely influenced by the people who came here from Sicily. You know, it was, that's where the boats went, mm-hmm. <laughs> from Sicily to New Orleans. And, and explain what uh, you mean that, by that, Ian. Uh, Sicilian food, you know, it's got that emphasis on it, it, well, the way it plays out in New Orleans. Put it this way: is a lot of red sauce. Uh, here, you've got the Creole Italian influence, where it's you know mixed up with what people were were cooking and serving here. Um, and so, <laughs> really, we have a hybrid here, Tommy. I mean, mm-hmm. what we call what we call standard Italian restaurant is different from what you'd find in New York and in San Francisco and in these other places where. Uh, Italians went to settle in the New World because it's New Orleans, you know. I mean, Italian food landed in New Orleans and then attached itself to the, the Creole tradition here and uh, it redefined Creole in that in that in that way. I mean, it, it it created its own niche of food, which is wonderful. Which is why you go into Laiuzes or on Bienville Street or Mandina's, and you're having veal parmesan next to uh, next to the seafood gumbo, you know, and the fried oyster po' boy next to the uh, meatballs and spaghetti. So uh, we, we do have our own thing here in New Orleans. I kind of got off on a sidetrack there. But, yes, northern Italian, um, you know, if I'm going for northern Italian food, I'm expecting um, a little more emphasis on roasted meats, uh, a little lighter saucing, uh, maybe a risotto, that sort of thing. Um, whereas... Sicily, it's you know, it's it's your standards, you know. That's it's mama's cooking. It's the red sauce in the back of the stove. Uh, come on, the red lead. Somebody texted in and said, uh, "Can you ask Ian about the new Avenue Pub? It was bought by the Blue Oak people, and what is the menu like?" Yeah, sure. No, that's another uh, good good changeover. Uh, you know, we're talking about restaurants and places that we love, and and what's next for them? Uh, Avenue Pub. That, that's uh, that was. Basically, the finishing school for beer nerds. You know, <laughs> it was a 24-hour. Frankly, I mean, the, the way I remember it in the old days, it was a dive bar. You know, it was mm-hmm. the kind of place you go late night. People going after shift. I mean, I don't say dive bar in a pejorative way at all. I mean, I love my dive bars, and it was just an all-night beer and a shot kind of place. Uh, but then it became this craft beer mecca at the time when American craft beer was transforming, and more people were learning that there was a there was more than just Miller Lite and Miller High Life <laughs> available. And uh, that was the work of Polly Watts, uh, whose father founded Avenue Pub. And Polly uh, put this place on the map. I mean, it was nominated for a James Beard Award earlier this year, which you never see that happening with beer bars. Um, and, uh, you know, she, you know, family tales. I mean, she's very frank about this, too. Her, her, her life situation was changing. She's taken on more responsibility for the health of her mom. And so she sold the business, and the folks who picked it up, uh, your, your caller was absolutely right. Uh, they're the owners of Blue Oak Barbecue in Mid-City, 
and the Rambler, which is a nice bar on uh, Frenchman Street, a newer place down on Frenchman Street. And they teamed up uh, to basically bring the Avenue Pub back. They're putting their own stamp on it, but it's still a beer bar. The focus is a little more on uh, on local beers, beers made around Louisiana. Um, it's still like 40 taps there, so it, it plays the whole range. Uh, and there was the question about food. I do remember that. Beer is also food, sure, but uh, the actual more conventional edibles. Um, it's uh, not surprising knowing that Blue Oak Barbecue is involved. Uh, there's a little bit more smoked meat, uh, but it's still, um, you know, it's burgers. It's uh, tater tots cooked in tallow, cooked in the beef fat that they get off of the brisket. So that's good. Uh, brisket gravy that they pour over the fried shrimp po' boy, a little serpenter action. Um, bratwurst, stuff with Swiss on a bun. Good drinking food. Um, you know, nothing, to, not, not three-course meal territory here, but uh, just kind of fill the table, fill the bar with some with some stuff to keep you going. We're kind of all over the place today, but I want to get to this text as well, because it says, as a widow, I've dined out alone, but not for holidays. I'm willing to attempt oh. it now. Any suggestions for a place at Christmas to dine as one? You know, this is something we've talked about before, Tommy. And, you know, when I think of solo dining, I often think of the bar. I often think like, okay, let's, I love dining at the bar and I actually love dining by myself. I do it all the time. Uh, and that's a lot easier now that a lot of restaurants have reconfigured um, to make dining at the bar a major portion of their dining rooms. Um, but as soon as I heard you describe that, mm-hmm. I started thinking about some of the best restaurants and the way that they take care of solo diners. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember it was, it was Joanne Clevenger who, who ran the restaurant Upper Line, which is you know, sadly has closed. Joanne has sold as she has up her line up for sale. She's retired, but she was a master of hospitality. And she told me one time about the emphasis that she would put herself when someone came in solo. And to her, she knew sometimes people were a little embarrassed or felt self-conscious about that. Uh, But to her, it was such a high honor that somebody would come in by themselves because they weren't coming for the company. They weren't coming on a date or somebody didn't drag them along. They were coming specifically because they wanted to eat there so much and pay that much attention to the food. I just thought that was a cool perspective. That's something to think about if you're going out solo. The, the, the best restaurants, the people so who what, are So what are really some? That's a great idea. Day. And we only have a couple of minutes yeah. left, but off the top of your head, some of the better restaurants for people that are looking to have a great meal and they just are going alone this weekend. Um, you know, we talked recently about Emeralds, uh, and Emeralds has had a, a transformation. They've, they've turned into a tasting menu restaurant. Um, this is a place where, yeah, if, if you're dining alone, you're also getting the show, right? I mean, every course that comes out is the, this presentation. And while I've gone to Emeralds recently to check out the new chapter of the place, I've, I've seen solo diners, people who are just, you know, I, I've heard good things about this. I want to see what they're doing. I'm plunking down. I'm sitting down here. Um, you specifically mentioned holidays uh, from your listener. Um, the, the list of places that are open on the holidays is, um, you know, ever changing. Let's put it that way. Uh, but there are some reliable ones. You know, if it's a restaurant in a hotel that's part of a hotel, they're probably going to be open. Uh, but one that's made a tradition out of being open for all the holidays is Two Jacques. And, you know, we talked about restaurants that transform and change over the years. Two Jacques uh, had to move um, on the French Quarter, but moved 
a handful of blocks uh, upriver, and they still carry that on, you know, being open on the holidays. Uh, and that's a place that's serving very traditional New Orleans cuisine these days. Um, so, yeah, th- think about think about places like that. Uh, and the Chloe is another one that comes to mind. Um, don't quote me on them being open on Christmas Day. I don't believe they are. But around the holidays, uh, the Chloe is a hotel, uh, but very different from, like, the downtown hotels. This is a small boutique hotel uptown with a restaurant that's worked right into it. It's not like, here's the hotel, here's the restaurant. It's you're coming to this place, there's a hotel, there's a bar, there's a restaurant. It flows throughout the whole place. There's a beautiful patio out front um, for this Christmas weather that we're enjoying <laughs> in our short sleeves. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're doing really fine contemporary Creole cuisine there in, in a setting that's just really captivating. If you're by yourself sitting on the patio, uh, you have your glass of wine, your cocktail, you watch the streetcars go by, you just sort of glance up at the the canopy of oaks overhead. I mean, the, you won't, that, that's, a, that's a pretty good place to soak it in. Thank you. And somebody texted in Chop House GW Fins for solo bar dining. Thoughts? Great. Good. Yeah. Oh, uh, terrific. That, uh, GW Fins, truly first-class seafood restaurant. Um, I've dined at the bar there myself many times. And again, like a place like this, you're dining on your, on your own, but you, the dishes are so interesting. Uh, the preparations are so unique that uh, you feel like you've got company. And then Chop House is, it's actually part of a chain of mm-hmm. restaurants around the region, but you wouldn't know it. It's got a lot of good local character. And it's just, uh, I was talking about this with a friend the other day, just real first class steakhouse uh, all the way from the cuts of steak to that iceberg lettuce salad to the crab cake. And just a really tight, good operation. And the folks who run Chop House are in the midst of renovating the Bonton Cafe right across the street. So that was also a good story from earlier this year. The Bonton is coming back early 2023 uh, by the same folks who run the Chop House. So Ian to forward to. McNulty, a pleasure as always. Thank you, sir. Happy eating, happy drinking. We'll talk to you next week. We'll do it all. Thank you, sir. Right back at you. You can find out more if you just Google Ian McNulty. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 